This series was made possible by the Friends of Humanities Kansas. Welcome to Kansas 1972. A lot happened during that pivotal year, including the founding of Humanities Kansas. So, in celebration of our 50th anniversary, we'll be telling you stories from that era of Kansas history. So tune in, chill out, and get the lowdown on 1972. Hey there, I'm Kara Heights, and I'm your host for the podcast, Kansas 1972. So when you think about the 1970s in America, what comes to mind? It's actually kind of hard to do, especially compared to the decades that come before and after it. The 60s are seen as a decade of tremendous political turmoil and transformative social change. Mini skirts, go-go boots, lava lamps, the counterculture, hippies, Woodstock, the civil rights movement, the Vietnam War, youth protests, I could go on and on. And when we think of the 1980s, we often envision a conservative reaction against the liberalism and perceived excesses of the 1960s. The Reagan revolution, the moral majority, trickle-down economics, just say no. Yuppies, shoulder pads, big bangs, I want my MTV, and the fall of the Berlin Wall. So what happened in between this swing of the pendulum? What was the 1970s in American culture all about? To help me get a sense of the zeitgeist or the spirit of the times, I decided to look at how historians describe the 1970s. Here's a sample of textbook chapters and book titles about that decade in American history. The Unraveling, The Crisis of Authority, A Time of Malaise, Decade of Nightmares, Nervous Breakdown, The Great Funk, The Great Shift, Something Happened, It Seemed Like Nothing Happened, and my personal favorite, Stayin' Alive, referencing both the cultural climate of the decade, as well as the famous or perhaps infamous 1977 Bee Gees disco hit from the equally oh-so-1970s John Travolta movie, Saturday Night Fever. So just from hearing these titles, what can we learn about the 1970s? I get a sense of uneasiness, of things coming apart, contradictions, opposing forces coming to blow. We also get a feeling that perhaps not much important change happened, but also that quite a bit happened that still carries over into present times. Confused yet? I asked Jonathan Hagel, a history professor at the University of Kansas, for some help. Jonathan has researched and taught classes on American history in the 1970s for the past decade, and he's also taught classes on Kansas history. And we have had some interesting conversations about this era. The idea I come back to when I want to make sense of, of America in the 1970s is turbulence. Now, turbulence, as you know, happens when extremely cold air collides with warm air, creating tremendous disruptions in the atmosphere. Uh, America hit a lot of turbulence in the 1970s. Take the economy, for example. Uh, the decades after World War II were among the most prosperous, egalitarian, and stable in US economic history indeed in world history, um, that golden age really comes crashing down in the 1970s, thanks largely to two major oil shocks, which cause a much broader uh, energy crisis that spans the whole decade. At the same time, 
we have to remember that wages for workers were really at an all-time high. Uh, workers took home a bigger slice of the economic pie than they ever had before. Their unions were still quite strong. Uh, and American women began entering the workforce in record numbers. These things all boosted family earnings to a, a level that Americans had really never experienced before. This allowed them to travel more. This allowed them to buy some of the new cheaper cars and electronics that were being imported from abroad. Um, and so the 1970s is also an age of, of new consumer abundance at the same time as economic turbulence. We often think of the 1960s as being a decade of turbulence in terms of protest and social change. So how does all of that enter into the 1970s? We can also see this turbulence uh, across American society in the 1970s. Uh, take the African-American freedom struggle, for instance. The civil rights movement really grinds to a halt uh, in the 1970s, stopped by rising resistance to school integration across the United States. At the same time, the broader rights revolution unleashed by the Black civil rights movement only gained momentum in the 70s. The most visible of these efforts, obviously, is the women's movement. Also, the Chicano and American Indian movements make major strides. The gay liberation movement establishes itself as a permanent force in American politics. Uh, and the disability rights movements uh, win key struggles. For the people who comprise these movements, people who had always been sort of locked out of the basic freedoms and prosperity of American life, the winds of change never felt stronger. Of course, when we think about American politics in the 1970s, there is one significant event that immediately comes to mind. Five people have been arrested and charged with breaking into the headquarters of the Democratic National Committee in the middle of the night. The Democratic That's right, Watergate, the downfall of a president through political scandal that continues to reverberate in American politics and culture. So what were politics in the 1970s all about, and what was the impact of Watergate during that decade? By almost any measure, uh, national politics in the 1970s was rough. Uh, Richard Nixon's corruption and abuse of power was followed by Gerald Ford's genial ineptitude, uh, and then by Jimmy Carter's you know, sort of quaint inadequacy. Um, none of the occupants of the White House seemed capable of dampening the turbulence that buffeted the nation. Uh, in fact, they often made it worse. And right in the middle of the decade came the bicentennial. Uh, Americans did manage to celebrate their 200th birthday, but at the same time, they were forced to confront uh, a rot which had really weakened their institutions uh, for quite some time. Sure, many Americans sunk into political apathy, which we can probably understand uh, pretty easily. But those voters who stayed engaged, uh, they responded by electing a pretty remarkable generation of reform-minded politicians, Republicans and Democrats, and they did it at, at every level of government. And those folks, those politicians, passed a wave of new transparency laws, of anti-corruption laws, and of good government reforms. And taken together with the ongoing enfranchisement of Black voters in the wake of the 1965 Voting Rights Act, the U.S. political system became actually far more inclusive, resilient, uh, and dare we say it, little d democratic in the 1970s. Most definitely the 1970s were a decade of contradictions. 
One aspect of the 1970s that we haven't touched on yet is culture. Sure, it's easy to dismiss it as a decade of leisure suits, bell-bottoms, platform shoes, smiley faces, and disco. Apologies to all the disco lovers out there. But there is a lot more to 1970s culture than all that. As we know, you know, turbulence releases tremendous amounts of energy. Uh, And in the 1970s, that energy coursed through American culture. Whether you were heading to the movies or listening to the radio or strolling through a museum or or turning on the TV. Oh, there was so much amazing television uh, in the 1970s. I mean, American popular culture just crackled with vitality in the decade. But these events and trends that we associate with the 1970s, most of them are taking place after 1972. So what about the early 1970s? Is this just the lead up to the rest of the 70s, a bridge between the radical changes of the 60s and the backlash of the 1980s, a calm before the storm? If anything, the early 70s felt like a patch of clear skies after the storm of the 1960s had blown through. Uh, I mean, Richard Nixon at that point was by far the most competent and accomplished politician left standing by the decade uh, and was really riding high in 1972. Uh, He was cruising into a landslide re-election bid uh, and the whispers of Watergate were not really audible yet. In part, At Nixon's urging, the U.S. economy was running very hot, with unemployment heading down and inflation still largely in check. The war in Vietnam seemed headed for a cessation of hostilities, the one that everyone had been waiting for for quite a long time. Sure, uh, The Godfather hit theaters that year, giving Americans a sense of the clouds that had always darkened the American horizon. Uh, But no one could really have sensed the turbulence that lay ahead for America. In this podcast series, we'll be exploring stories from the Sunflower State that have a foothold in 1972, the year that Humanities Kansas was founded, and take place in the 1970s more generally. We'll also be looking at how the newly formed Kansas Committee for the Humanities, the original name of Humanities Kansas, help Kansans navigate this turbulent decade. And if you think nothing really important could have happened in a single year, this podcast series will definitely prove you wrong. 1972 was technically the longest year in our modern calendar. It was a leap year, so that meant it had 366 days. But we also added two extra leap seconds to that year to reconcile coordinated universal time with the typical irregularities of the Earth's rotation. I'd also like to think of the longest year as a kind of metaphor for the incredible number of stories we uncovered in putting together this series. We really found a lot to talk about, which you'll be seeing throughout this podcast. So this is Kansas. That's what the map says. <laughs> well, it's certainly different from what I'd expect. Boy, it sure is. Look at those hills and trees. You'll hear stories from 1972 and the 1970s more generally in Kansas about the effects of urban renewal, fights over the Equal Rights Amendment, 
UFO sightings, bluegrass music, nuclear waste, the experiences of Kansas Vietnam vets, lettuce boycotts, student walkouts, folk art, the state's crazy liquor laws, Gordon Parks, Smokey Bear, and my personal favorite, tractor protests about the space shuttle, and much, much more. Through telling these stories, we of course hope you learn something about the colorful, complex, and sometimes turbulent history of Kansas and humanities Kansas in the 1970s. But we also hope these stories help spark conversations about our communities, our identities, our values, and how the past often is still with us today. Catch you on the flip side. Humanities Kansas is an independent nonprofit leading a movement of ideas to strengthen Kansas communities and our democracy. Since 1972, HK's pioneering programs, grants, and partnerships have documented and shared stories to spark conversations and generate insights. Together with statewide partners and supporters, HK invites all Kansans to draw on history, literature, and culture to enrich their lives and to serve the communities and state we all proudly call home. Join the movement of ideas at humanitieskansas.org.